My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. It's an empty road. I feel so alone. I forgot what I'm fighting for. When the weight of the world keeps you up at night, when you're running with no end inside, lost you and. Could find with Christ. You wanna change the world, but you don't know where you should start. Mm-hmm. But you can't give your all unless you let God inside your heart. Patriots. Yep, an unexpected show. I really didn't think I was going to be able to do a show tonight because I was traveling and uh, just decided to pull in a bit early. And I'm headed out today. I've left uh, the Resistance Chicks headquarters in Ohio. And now I'm headed on over to Yuba City, which I'll be there by Wednesday. And so tonight I'm holed up over in the edge of between Missouri and Nebraska. So that should be, and then tomorrow's another good day. So I know there was a note put out earlier, and I apologize that there was going to be no show, and I thank Nikki for doing that, and then that's what she she took care of it. But then I pulled in, and she's like, oh, that's nice. You know, you're going to do a show. So, yeah, I did. That's just kind of that thing, you know. That's what we do. That's what we do. 
We're going to talk a little bit um, about, we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff tonight. But I just want to start out right away since we know that we're dealing with psychopaths. And I, I literally should do every single commercial. I should just say, look, we're going to talk about psychopaths, give a profile, and then just say, here's the solution. So, like, we're going to talk about psychopaths, and then we'll talk about food. Psychopaths, gold and silver. Psychopaths, and tonight we're going to talk about EMP Shield. So EMP Shield, I have to say psychopaths first. Psychopaths are trying to kill the world, kill you, kill us turn our lives in upside down, make us slaves and make us eat bugs. So that's the preface. And then we enter into empshield.com, which is a solution. So problem solution. The solution is empshield.com because these people definitely want to shut down the power grid. And you don't want that to happen because then you'll be left eating Z bugs. And that's bad. And bugs apparently are served well cold and they want you to eat Z bugs. So empshield.com. So head on over there. Seriously, there's a fantastic product. It's American-made, tested in all the best labs, up to the DOD standards for EMP. That covers EMP levels 0, 1, 2, and 3. I'm sorry, 1, 2, and 3. And then also it covers lightning strikes, which is very important, especially in a time when we, we have weather warfare going on, which that makes me now officially a tin hatter, and you too. And we it'll it covers for solar flares. So this all is designed to protect your electronics, and we have plenty of them. And they're able, they have one for the house, they have them for the ATVs, your cars. They have them for your solar systems, your ham base stations, all those things. So it's RVs. So check it out. They're a fantastic investment and a great insurance policy to have for your vehicles and all the other things. So empshield.com, use your promo code BARDS. You get $50 off and free shipping. It sounds like a pretty good deal. So check it out, empshield.com, promo code BARDS. So this last week has been pretty fantastic. I am actually more than pretty fantastic. And um, the week ended with a very unexpected gift. As I came over today, this morning, to just pack up the gear for the podcast and say my goodbyes to Michelle and Leah, what you may not know is that Leah is an ordained minister and their ministry is Isaiah 58. And so today, their parting gift is I was officially ordained as a pastor, minister, in, in under the umbrella of Isaiah 58, which now puts me as an, a ordained minister for Mars Nation Ministries. How's that? Pretty good, huh? So that was pretty good. And that video is out there. And... Um, Somewhere they put it out there, so we'll see. But that was uh, really amazing. It was a. It, it, I know they have it up on the Resistance Chick site, and I think Hannah's putting it up on our Rumble, and on our BitChute and other places. So check it out. And um, I just, it was amazing. It was a really awesome um, ceremony. It really was, and I'm very blessed and um, very blessed to have these two beautiful ladies as great partners and sisters in my life, but equally great partners in this war. And this really is good. And it's, it's what's happened. So, um, I've had some questions and I want to just kind of address those directly. I, you know, I had somebody talk to today and they're like, you know, don't give up the news. Don't change everything. <laughs> I, I laugh because we've had two weeks of Bards Fest is what you just got. Okay. And I'm so happy we did it because we were able to go places that we didn't expect, and we were able to really dig into the Holy Spirit and just unlock some major issues going forward. 
I have said to you that the shows will change in general sense only because, and I'm just going to be blunt, I mean, God's worked on me in amazing ways as he has on all of us. And the overall perspective is, and I just will be upfront about it, three years ago, you would have told me that you need a sort of steel to cut off somebody's head. Today, I'm going to tell you, you need a sort of love to understand what the power of true heavenly love is to tear down strongholds. That's what we're doing. We're still fighting a war. And that's God working on me and hopefully on you. And that's truly it. And so I'm very blessed and honored um, in this journey that we're doing. We're working together. Um, so as far as the news, yeah, I'll still cover it. But I think we're going to keep, keep that centered in the Bards FM place. And we'll just see how it goes. I'm, look, I'm going to flow with how God wants me to flow. There will be updates, though, because we need to keep track on what the enemy is doing. And that's the whole piece. So don't have a fret about not being able to get the news. It's important, and uh, it's it's important that I know that the comments that were made to me today, which I think are worthy to note, is that um, is that people rely on the way I interpret the news, and I I hear that, and so I won't give take that away. Is my point because we have to understand what's going on. So that's just one of those things God allows me to see pretty clearly, and that will continue. So. Let's just kind of review. We've done a couple of these reviews. We had some pretty incredible last couple of weeks. And part of that was obviously Bards Fest, which was amazing. And then flowing into this week, which was somewhat unexpected. It's, as I say that, unexpected because it wasn't on a schedule, but definitely the way God wanted it to be. And we did some of the most marathon, outstanding podcasting I think both of us have ever done, meaning Resistance Chicks and me. And Michelle and Leah and I have a, an amazing sync that we do, and you will find that on occasion now. I mean, we, this, the ministries have now basically been bridged so that there's, there is going to be things coming up that you'll see more, you'll see more teaming. There's no, um, I guess the term would be, we're not yoking each other. So meaning that we're not trying to take away one or the other. My identities remained very clear. There is Bards Nation and there is Resistance Nation. But it's just considered as the coming together of tribes, which is what God would want anyway. But I think that um, for the shows that we did, and if you have a chance to listen to those, a lot of content, I'm not going to kid you. I, yesterday, I think we did over 10 hours of content on Sunday alone. And it's just, it's in, it's fired up. And so... It's worth listening to if you get a chance. There was so much shared and so much given um, that it's really important that we take a look at that. And um, it's super, super good to do. So anyway, um, there we go. That's the basis. Patriots, I'm going to say this. I mean, we are in a very important time right now. And what that important time is, is that God is preparing us all for something very fantastic. And if you want to look at it like this, consider it like getting into virtual arcs, healing spaces of healing and separation from this material world. So it's important that we get ourselves right with the Lord. And that is so critical I'm getting distracted. I, mean, I had a text from Nikki, and she's doing a great job, by the way. Nikki, thank you. 
It's awesome. All right, let me get my head into this because I'm just kind of floating tonight. I apologize. <laughs> Been driving, having a pretty incredible day, and had a lot, a lot of things to reflect upon. We're in a pretty, we're a very interesting time right now, and what comes out of Bards Fest is a, a really understanding of what this nation is. A few days ago, God put on my heart and why this was so amazing today to be ordained officially as a as a pastor and especially under Isaiah 58, which if you read Isaiah 58, it's everything that goes on here in Bars Nation. That's the name of the ministry that Leah and Michelle run. And Isaiah 58 really defines everything and the focus of what we're doing here in Bars Nation. Friday morning when I took in, went into the shower, it was, it was important. I mean, God just laid on my heart. It's like Bards Nation ministry is, is born. And that tagline is literally preparing the saints for the work in the ministry. And with that as well is the understanding that the focus of Bars Nation ministry is healing and deliverance. I know for a fact already that there will be some that will bail because some church, some people don't see deliverance as core to our faith and they don't see healing as core to our faith. And that's your walk, not mine. Um, this is, we've been building to this for over a year and it's not lost on me that a year ago as I was finishing up the um, Bible, Paul Revere ride, that this was a time that I was in, introduced to deliverance for the first time, which was at Glad Tidings Church under Pastor Dave Bryan. And the acceleration of what God's placed on my heart in a year even shocks me. And I'm blessed. And it's part of the core issues of what we're going to be doing here deliverance and healing to accomplish the greater understanding of kingdom. There are also two important pillars in all of this that we're going to be doing. And if you've listened to the shows last week, um, there was not only testimonies, but there was equally uh, a tremendous amount of discussion around two critical areas. One, obviously, we've talked about a lot is, um, hang on just a second. I have such a dry throat tonight. I'm, my th voice is racked, so hang on a second. Okay, I think we got that going now. Okay, I have a nice bottle of water here, so that'll help me. I'll just wash my throat down. All right, so... We talked about Operation Vineyard, which is going to be core to where we go forward. And I think that's actually a bigger mission than we've ever envisioned. But it's all tied as well to what we called out last week, which is the family revolution. We're in a, an amazing moment in time where we're starting to see the reveals of what the real core of the fight is. And we've been looking for this. We've been trying to find, find that seed in the center of everything where we are literally going to be able to step in and fight at a spiritual level as well as a physical level and make huge differences. And that part of that revelation came through some very hard work that Leah, Michelle, and I did last week collectively. And that work was to get down to the very core of what is driving this war and what this war is. We have been looking at politics. We have been looking at events, the corruption of the deep state. And when we lay this out on paper, it all looks good. 
But the fact of the matter is most of those layers are deceptions. At the core of all of this is a war on a very simple principle. And it was stunning when we stepped into it and realized it and realized yet how simple it was and yet how amazingly profound it was and equally how effective it was. God made us in his image. And in so doing, he gave us literally with the birthing of children, the power of creation. And so we literally have at the core a war of creation versus on the other hand, this fight that's going on in what can collectively be referred to as transhumanism. It's the polar opposite of creation. And so when we filter out all of the noise, and there's a lot of it, you have, as simple as you have the rainbow war, which is God's rainbow versus their rainbow. You have the gender war, God's two genders versus theirs 5,500 or whatever they have now. You have the perfection in God versus my gender is imperfect. You have God is a multifaceted, beautiful collage of people versus race defines us. All of these things water down and filter down to a principal issue. And it is literally creation versus the mockery of creation. Unfortunately, as a society, we've embraced as a norm that creation is not central to who we are. And that's established in many things which we talked about in length, one of which is men's getting vasectomies, which I know you can already hear people bristling from here because it's like, well, I have to stop. But the point is that men weren't created not to create babies. They are the seed and the power of, of creation. And that part right there, as that is interrupted with vasectomies, which is a big deal, has been a, a curtailment of the power of creation in our society. On the other side is women, who both from the purpose of well, birth control or even getting tubes tied. And again, I can help people bristling on this one, but that's okay. This is going to be a fun ride on this. What we're looking at here principally is that we have stepped into the way of God and declared that what we will do or not do in the power of creation. That's fundamentally it. Now we can shape that on many levels. And what these levels are that are telling us is that we use things like what's well, economically improbable or impossible to raise kids past two or financially not, not feasible. We can talk about, if you take a look at the advertising that's going on with the other side, the enemy, they're advertising the joys of not having kids or the joys of having only one child. That's, again, man interceding on behalf of God to decide what is supposed to be. And central to all of these, this is versus the faith in God versus the decisions that I make. When we bring all this and neck all this down to this principal issue of creation versus the mockery of creation, transgenderism and transhumanism are all part of that. It's a rough road to have to look at how much we have all been complicit in the enemy's plan. And that's the breaks we're going to have to make in order to win. Because ultimately we have to make a moral shift in this society. And the moral shift has to take us back to a place where we value the expansion of the kingdom and the gifts given to seed and to give birth 
and to create and have creation. That means that we should have there shouldn't even be a discussion about things like abortion or gender mutilation. And yet, as men and women, if we've gone through these surgeries, then we are talking about we are talking about genital mutilation because it's not by God that was intended. I guarantee you this will be contentious to a lot of people, and that's okay with me. Because it's, what we're at the core of here is trying to create an understanding of where the, the root of this fight is and how important that fight is to win. And we have to break from that place of when we talk in Romans 1, 18 to 32, where God gave over his people to those who worship the creature versus the creator. We're walking a very tread, treaded line when we start making decisions on the principal issues of who we are, which is the children of the Most High with the power of creation. Born in his perfection, which is critical because that's where we get into this other thing of choosing your gender and so forth, which openly is stating that we need to literally, that we're, we're born imperfect, which is not God. There is an important point in time right now that as we come to this realization and understand more deeply where this fight is, it gives us the weapons we need to intercede and to start presenting cases and challenging people. But our war is going to have to go to ground at a certain point. And when I say go to ground, that means ministry has to step out beyond the walls and we're going to have to take the faith into the world. And we have, we're going to have to introduce it to some because they'll never know it. We're going to have to use it as tools to heal because there's many damaged. And, when that, and by virtue of that, we create it as a tool to awaken. What the deep state isn't is they are not a loving organization. They're built on the pillars of hate. They're built on the pillars of pain. They're built on the pillars of scarcity. And that's both their control and power and their greatest Achilles heel. And that's where we have to wage war. And every single person we pull over, youth from a transgender side into our camp becomes a, an impassioned patriot to fight back against them. One principal rule of, of unconventional warfare is when you convert an enemy to your side, they become more impassioned than anybody you could ever recruit. But we're not going to win this war if we don't start rebuilding our families on the moral base of what this nation was built on, which is Christianity. And we can, you can wipe out as many bad guys as you want. You can have whatever type of fight you think you're going to fight, but it's all going to come down ultimately to us pivoting ourselves back to the morality of God and our moral law. Or you might as well just join the deep state and take a shot. Because morality and accountability are at the centerpiece of every single thing that we're fighting for and against at the same time. Because the lack thereof of morality and accountability creates this creature that we're now looking at that keeps lurking at us. And that means that we have to be engaged as an active part of the solution, not sidelined waiting for Jesus to come back saying that we're just going to sit it out until he gets here. And that goes equally for these comments where people are saying, like, take me home. You are home. Home is here. Because it's to bring kingdom to the earth. So as we do that, we understand that, we start to 
understand that what we're fighting for is our home. And what has happened is the parasite class has taken us over. And they've absconded with all sorts of goodness and put in its place pure evil. It's our job to purge it and do so with the word of God. And that takes us then to the point of our authorities. We have, uh, we have all the authorities we need over this evil. And once we bind those authorities onto this evil, we can cast them out. It isn't just that they're going to go away, but once we start to take away this demonic influence, the whole world begins to shift and change. And the demons are real. It's not what every case is. When we talk deliverance, for example, we're not trying to say that every single person has demons, though probably most do, because they're like a parasite. Everybody has parasites, some worse than others. Extreme parasites are things that manifest into tumors and growths and things like this that are, have to be surgically removed, or at least they say. But the parasite class is a massive class, and there's various levels of these demons that are out here. And they influence us. And that means that we have to demand of ourselves to take a shift in paradigm of how we see our world. Our world can no longer be simply a world where we walk in the physical and look around and say the flesh is all there is because it isn't. We're actually spiritual first and we're walking in a spiritual world, encountering the world through the body of the flesh. And as we start to do that and start to understand the magnitude of what we're facing, the importance of our spiritual presence in this world increases exponentially. That means more time in the Bible, more time in prayer, and that means taking a step back from the chains that are imposed upon us by things like Babylonian money and Babylonian debt. What I know right now is that coming out of Bard's Fest, we've had some amazing witness to the miracles of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the power of us to live in peace and joy without the corruptive influences of news and other things. And it truly was that. That place of Madeline Farms provided an unbelievable venue where we could come together, assemble, break bread. And if you look at the way that worked, truly looked at how that functioned, you were, everyone that was there was experiencing, a, a, maybe we'd call it kingdom light, but nonetheless a version of heaven in the working together, which was unprecedented. No fights, no robberies. In, in a dense place, respect for one another, tons of praying, amazing healing, great discussions, and a pursuit ultimately in everything people were doing to put their eyes on the cross and live with him at all times. There were people that were new to Christian faith. There were people that were well-established. And the teams that we had working there were constantly rolling. And that's one of the things that made this so unique versus a church. And that's important to understand is that the idea really of the modern church that has to be is to tear down these walls, to get people out into the air, into the open. That's where, where we were made such a big difference because it was an open pavilion, covered pavilion, but open. And it allowed the power of the Holy Spirit to flow through there, to be free in our hearts. But I also tell you that what we're attempting to do here is going to stir up some things. Because people don't like to be told 
the decisions that they're made, whether it's for family or something else, are somehow wrong. They like the idea that we are all going to have to live within a, a measure of choice and free will. And you do have choice and free will. But considering the magnitude of this voice that's been given and the download literally from God, which has been we've been able to verify amongst ourselves and other pastors, this is not a point of time that we need to be messing around. The core message ultimately is this. God is going to be raising up and is raising up a remnant. And the remnant's going to have to get its hands dirty. And I don't mean that metaphorically either. And with this, we're going to have to step into a place to start reassuming the, gender, the real roles of what it is to be a man or what it is to be a woman. And taking on the responsibilities of what God gave us as gifts and guarding it and coveting it. And above all, protecting the little ones as we tend to the elderly, those two spectrums. All of that happened in Bard's Fest. And it happened in such a magnificent way because the Holy Spirit was present and it truly wove it together to create an amazing amount of healings and amazing amount of people just finding their way in a deeper relationship with Christ. As we look forward here, and we're going to be looking forward over this next year to probably nine of these events. But the events as we have them, then give people the tools, the ability, the inspiration to go back home and start digging in. So for those that have left and have received a few emails talking about the kind of tapering off, they want to be back at Bard's Fest. That's not the commission. The commission is literally, you were given the gift of being there along with other things. And now the vision is to go back into your community and minister that to them, raise them up, Help build connectivity, bring that gift that you had at Bards Fest and turn it into the life around you. And then as these continue, then you can continue to go to all, all that you want to continue to have the talking about Bards Fest, that boost and, and moral shift or strengthening, I should say. But at the core of our, of our nation is a morality shift because right now our morals are just down the tank. There are two genders, not 56, 5,000, whatever they are now. And that's the principal core of where we come from. But they, this is one of the great mysteries that they try to just use to confuse everybody. And they do a good job because deception and confusion is a master of their art and it's something literally we have to push through with prayer and our faith in God. And prayer is not just words. I mean, we literally know that the power of words spoken is the power of life and death. And it is, especially in the demonic world. And what I'm going to encourage all of you to do, start to understand that when we're looking at our world, we're looking at a dimension of this world. We're not even getting into the dark side. And we need to be. Because our world is a very different looking place when you overlay the demonic that's actively involved. And they're here. And it's that demonic force is here. All we have to do is look across the spectrum of children and ask yourself, how is it possible that children went from being normal to crazy, wanting to have their genitals cut off? I mean, think about what we're saying here. People are willfully saying, yes, cut off my genitals or cut off my sons or daughters. That's insane. 
And that's the darkness of the dark heart of this nation. And we need to stop that. We need to bring that out. We need to change the way that works. And we need to start delivering our nation. And that's a prayer right there. It's taken a good week for me to process some of even what happened at Bards Fest. And a lot did happen. A lot of anointings, a lot of gifts. The biggest thing is probably, well, there's not the biggest, but the number of the things that stand out for me at Bards Fest was the family and structure in which we built. We lived in a world for a short period of time that we all got to taste an idea of kingdom, a place where there's a collective ministry working 24-7. And that collective ministry is healing people, feeding people, breaking bread. And those are important pieces to any society's success. And we got to taste it. And I hope that that taste was so good, so sweet, so pure that you can't wait to have another because that's when we start to understand the gift that was given. And this great gift was for God to say, look, I'm going to give you a taste of what you could be. A taste of what is out here for you. And many people were able to do that taste. And it changes you. You'll never be the same what you have. In a good way, hopefully. But it does change you. Because what God is showing us truly right now is how little we really need in this world and how of little importance any of it is when we start dealing with the magnitude of who he is. And that's one of the great things about this fight is while the enemy continues to besiege us with information war, threats of this or that, the only reason you get bit or anchored down is because we lose our focus on the core elements of what we're fighting for. We are fighting to preserve life, to keep life truly in the heavenly space of understanding its value, not to degrade it, and to understand that in the end, we have the power of creation. But we have to undo the scarring and the marring. And there has to be attempts to undo much of this physically as we undo it spiritually because we have to release the enemy strongholds. You know, if I told men that, by the way, you got a demon hanging on to your junk, it would not make anybody very happy. But unfortunately, that's kind of what men, including myself, have done. We've had these surgeries to modify us. And I think some of this talk is probably uncomfortable for some, but it can't be anymore. Because we're trying to work as a collective whole, and we have to start identifying what the damage is that has been done. And it has to be undone. Because part of what we do physically is, re re is reflected or echoed into the spiritual. 
and those realms are now fighting. We need to be in an alignment with the spiritual and we need to fight this enemy from the spiritual outward into the physical. But there is an understanding now as to how devious and dark this enemy really was and is. They will stop at nothing to stop children from being born and to stop God's hand from moving in this earth. So that's our that's right there should be everybody's battle call. That under no circumstances will we let another life die. Under no circumstances will we allow a life, meaning outside of accidents and death, will allow the life of a child to be interrupted and aborted out of a womb. That's just unbelievable. And, and we're seeing it already. We're seeing these discussions with people saying things like, you know, we can't afford more than one child. We love living with one child. Just in simple statistics to understand what we're talking about, the United States growth rate right now for births is about 2.3. And what that translates to is that we're on a decline and we're soon to arrive at a, at a decline that we cannot recover from. So then we start to either let it go or we start to have to go into mandating of things. And probably more likely, they start to go to birthing clinics where children aren't born in the womb, but in these artificial wombs. Everything anti-God. Everything. Everything's a mockery. Everything is about mocking him and trying to hurt him. And since we are literally the soldiers of the Most High, it is up to us to take a frontline stance in prayer as God leads to start taking down these strongholds that are pushing for the mutilation, destruction, and murder of children. So, we have a lot of fight to do. And we have an amazing amount of resources at our hand if we pray into it and ask for these updates and, he, and what we need in tools of war. But at the core of all of this is a, is a shift that each one of us, in order to be effective, is going to have to truly make. And that shift centers on us believing without hesitation that the tools that God give us, gives us are activated, if you will. The weapons of war that God gives us are activated through our prayers and our faith. And we have to use them and use them well. And we have to learn about them if we don't. Because we have to start breaking these, these strongholds of information that are, have grabbed hold of people like a curse, which it probably is. All said and done, our world is in a process of change. And if you're here listening, you're part of that change. So ask yourself a question. What type of world do you want to live into? What does that world look like? Make the picture in your head. And we have to start building it. And that world that we're sowing into has to have at its center, a very center point of everything has to be the strength of our faith and the understanding that the enemy is trying to steal life and the power of creation. 
and that can't be allowed to be. So, as one person just wrote here in chat, you're in the army now, and yes, we are. And Bartsfest was your first boot camp. And the tools now are upon you. And it's tools we have to use to fight and to win. And we're fighting for kingdom. And the enemy needs to know now that the children of the Most High have stepped up. And as creation awaits for the awakening of the sons of God, we need to let the enemy know that that time is now. And that means that we each have to work to undo the things that we've done to ourselves. We have to deliver ourselves and get delivered from the burdens that are upon us. We have to empty our hearts and clean our hearts. We have to get strong, stronger than we've ever been. Because what we're talking about now is going up toe-to-toe with an enemy. And yes, God's with us, but nonetheless, we're going to have to face off with an enemy. It has no morals, no boundaries, and absolutely no love for humanity. There'll be more news on... I mean, a lot of these things are going to be evolving, and we're going to have a lot of more news on when Bards Fests are going to be, where they're going to be, etc., you can count on about nine, hopefully, something like that in 2024. And they are going to be set up similar to what we had, but also equally to understand that we're trying to get people equipped in a deeper way to do the work for the ministry, preparing the saints for the work in the ministry. We have to do this now. And I say this as if speaking to people that don't. So if you're working hard at this, there's no judgment. It's just a reminder that the fight we're in right now is, requires us now to move quickly because this enemy is smart and it's adaptive. And the greatest tools we have in this fight are scripture, God's word, and the understanding of the tools we can do to free the others. Because at the end of the day, the enemy doesn't have a lot of tools to use other than fear and that's losing some of its grip. But they're going to fight back hard, and we have to be there on that front line to say no, no more. So above all of this is a simple principle that we have to keep looking at. If they accomplish, if we accomplish, if they accomplish destroying the children, they've accomplished interrupting creation. And I don't know about you, but I like God's team a whole bunch. And I have no intention of letting them harm another child. And I have no intention of them giving them any quarter. So pray in hard. Raise that black flag. And let's wage war. Father God, we come to you tonight very humbled and blessed. And we thank you for this past two weeks of just amazing flurry of information amazing flurry of, of faith and the eyes to see deeper into this problem than we ever imagined. We extend a blessing to both Bard's nation and resistance nation tonight. We've, we have literally paved new ground. And that new ground is that we've 
demonstrated that we can bring two tribes together to keep our identities and yet work together perfectly. We're learning what it is to love in the body of Christ. So thank you, Father, for you've given us an insight deeper than we ever imagined. That we can truly have deep and impassioned, true love for an individual without the corruption of the flesh. This, Father, is ground we're now reblazing. It's what it should have been all along. But as we do and we elevate this up in our lives, it transforms us. And so we ask for that blessing and that anointing over both of these nations to truly let go of the conditioned mind that says that we must love through the flesh, but rather love in the heart, love in the spirit, and discover the power and glory when we put our eyes on Christ and build our relationships through him. A time right now to truly breathe in and breathe in the Holy Spirit, Father. As we set our eyes now upon an enemy, that same enemy that pinned Jesus to the cross. And it's our hour now that as Jesus gave us victory in heaven, it's now time for us to bring victory here on earth. Guide us in this fight. We stand and raise the black flag. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, a lot to think about, a lot to get excited about, a lot to pray about, and a lot to wage war about. I like it all. It's a great time to be alive. It should be exhilarating. It should be exciting. Knowing that we have a chance right now to do something that no other generation has ever had a chance to do. To literally confront this enemy that's been around for eons. To crush it decisively and to free humanity in the process. And that time is now. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us, he'll never forsake us, and in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow morning. And then we'll decide on the other shows for tomorrow night as the day goes. They should all be on, so it shouldn't be a problem. And just for those that are already missing the resistance chicks, don't worry. We've got some shows coming up together. And you can always check out their channels too. But it's good. Thank you, Michelle and Leah. You're awesome. Happy to have you in the family. Welcome, Resistance Nation. We're in this together. Now let's crush it. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, Support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward 
by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 